FMX Network production. A series of the most exciting action imaginable. Welcome to the Leanne Re-Raceables presented by Maxis Tires, Scott Goggles, and Pro Taper. Mathis and Weege revisit the instant classics from yesteryear, spotlighting those historic moto moments that simply never grow old. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Liat Re-Raceables podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Liat, man. Uh, great company, great guys to have on board this podcast, and uh, super stoked to have them. Different people ride for different reasons, yet there's a common denominator that binds everyone who puts their body on the line for the sheer enjoyment of it, and this is what Liat offers as a brand. They make protective wear, helmets, goggles, riding gear, knee braces, boots, neck braces. Wow. Covering riders from head to toe for both moto and mountain bike. What Liat really stands for, though, is the promise of things to come. They're in the business of making sure that you have the confidence and the equipment to push yourself faster, harder, and further than you thought you could ever go. Visit them at Liat.com. Of course, they make everything to cover you from head to toe, mountain bike, motocross stuff. We've seen that. Go to their website, Liat.com. Look at all the products. Look at everything they have. And if you want to save with Liat, uh, email us using the contact form on Pulp, and we will get you a code. Uh, it's that easy, folks. So thanks to Liat uh, for doing the Re-Raceables podcast, titling it. It's really awesome of them to do that. Thank you, Maxis Tires, whether it is mountain bike tires, whether it is light truck tires, whether it is trailer tires, whether it is dirt bike tires like the SGB Honda Maxis team have been running. Maxis will have you covered head to toe. Uh, great guys down there. And if you haven't thought about Maxis in a while for your tire choice, well, something that you drive or ride uh, could use a Maxis tire. Maxis.com for more information on that, Jeremy McGrath developed that MXSTs, and uh, it's out there in Supercross main events. Thank you to those guys. Also, uh, Pro Taper and um, Scott Goggles, we will talk about later in the show. But uh, let's get into Liat Re-Raceables. It's Anaheim 1. It's 2013. I'm Mathis. With me on uh, in here in the studio to talk about it, it's Jason Wygant. Yeah. A magical season, yeah. a magical night. That is the word that usually comes to mind. Sometimes the word special, but I really think magical is what it is. It was just a special, like a lightning in a bottle, team, rider, one year. Yeah. One magical night, one magical year. Yeah, it's yeah. funny because coming into Anaheim 1 2013, we just had Anaheim 2022, of course. Mm-hmm. You never quite know what you're going to get. You think you have an idea. You think you have a, you yeah. know what you're going to see, everything yeah. else. And and we got something totally different. And I remember I was there. You were there. It was cool, man. It was really, really cool. Davey Millsaps, of course, takes the main event win, which is his first win in almost three years. Trey Kennard uh, leads it late. Davey gets him on the last lap. Trey Kennard spent all of the previous year, 2020, out of the sport. 2012. 2012. Yeah. Sorry, 2012. Spent the year out of the sport. Yes. Got landed on an L.A. Coliseum, or L.A. Stadium. Sorry, Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium. Yeah, Yeah, Dodger Stadium. Uh, And was out very seriously. And that was the end of the career of Ryan Morris. Yeah. That was his last race ever. Yep. Ryan yep. Morris landed on him. Yep. And I think got knocked out really yeah. bad. Head and, injuries uh, for, for Mo. Yes. Um, who's still involved in the sport today with KTM. Yep. And so, like, you had the traditional guys coming into this race. You had uh, Ryan Villapoto, defending champion. You had Ryan Dungey, a bad dude. You had James Stewart. You had Chad Reed. You had these guys coming in. And you were like, Barsha was a rookie. I don't think anybody thought about Davey Millsaps and Trey Kennard. Uh, as doing anything for this race. No, because, okay, Kennard in 2011 was able to go toe-to-toe with those legends 
but he didn't even race really almost all of 2012. Yeah. So you're not thinking he's going to return at an even higher level or even the same. And Millsaps had raced a 450 class for a while, and he had had good races. He actually finished second to the points but the previous that year. That was more like, I don't know. No, I they all like, got hurt. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it straight up. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, you just did. Do in 2012, does anybody think Millsaps finished second if uh, Stewart doesn't quit the series, if Reed doesn't tear up his knee, and uh, Dunge even missed a couple rounds? With it? Like, I don't the think. The collarbone. The collarbone? Yeah. Like yeah. the one time yeah. Dunge actually missed races. I don't think anyone realized how legit Millsaps actually was. Mm-hmm. But damn it all, he would prove how legit he was this year. Yeah, yeah, he really would. He rode for JGR, of course, in 2012. So this was 2013. He was on a Rockstar Suzuki team, which is now the Rockstar Husqvarna team, which yeah. had champions like Jason Anderson and Zach Osborne. But not around this time. Oh, no. Bobby no. Hewitt, not a fan of mine because oh. w- we were looking at his team year in and year out and being like, what is going on over when there? When they were a Suzuki 250 team only. They were terrible. Uh, they were getting better by yep. this point, yep. but they had some years where, I mean, the guys weren't finishing motos uh, consistently. Yep. We had the Jason Anderson benching, mm-hmm. one of the only benchings I can even think of. Yep. Uh, and these are talented guys who were not panning out. Uh, we didn't know behind the scenes that they were actually, I did not know going into this race that they had lost their Suzuki support completely. Yeah, that didn't come out until a little bit later, right? Yeah, and yeah. one of the things I always respected, yeah, you and Hewitt never really got along. No. Hewitt and I, for whatever reason, I respect this. He was one of the few guys who would go to the media to get his thing out, his his information. Yeah, out. but I never felt like a few times he was telling the truth. Yeah, well, in like this I, one he was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yes, right, he was getting his narrative out. Which is fine, but then I yes. would go and talk to someone and they'd be like, nah, that's okay. not the way it goes. Okay, and well, I'm like, fair. okay, now yeah. I'm more confused than ever. Yes. Uh, as Millsaps started to do, continue to do really well this yeah. year, and you're thinking he could win the title. That's when the gloves came off and Hewitt wanted to let the world know yeah. that Suzuki had made a big mistake. They had a factory team still with Yoshimira. James Stewart. Yep. yep, Yoshimir team. And then they also picked up RCH and dumped the Rockstar team. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to let everybody know that we're winning the title with Millsaps. RCH ain't doing nothing. Yep. And uh, I just thought it was cool to go to the media because that happens in other sports and most people don't use us. We are there. We are yeah. available if you want to do this. If yeah. you got an axe to grind. Uh, but going into the season, I don't think we knew no, this. No, I don't think – yeah, I don't think we really thought about that that way. Yeah. Just thought of him as getting Millsaps, who was a certainly a good rider, but, yeah, not yes. – you know, you look at Stu, you look at Villapoto, you look at Dunge, you look yeah. at Chad Reed, you're just like, okay, well, all those guys are better than him. You know what I mean? Yep. And Kennard was such a mystery. Now, yeah. it's easy to see now – we talk about the year off Kennard had, that three-quarters of a year off that Kennard had, but he made a career out of coming back at full speed. So now we know this, but yeah, I don't know right. if we knew that in 13. Right. In 13, I think we didn't know that Kennard could just come j- jump in and go wide open and be fine. Yeah, so uh, yeah. that injury to Kennard was absolutely devastating. It's honestly even worse for Mo because he did not come back yeah. at all. But uh, at one point, I think Kennard had lost some feeling. There was some paralysis to some degree. Um, so I, I guess you didn't know or you didn't go or whatever. The night before this race, mm-hmm. they had a big film a really well done canard documentary by that was paid for i think by muscle milk that was the honda sponsor at the time one of the video guys in the industry put it together i don't i don't know who did it i don't remember anymore so we they rented this theater we all went to this theater and watched this phenomenal canard film and i know going into this race i was not thinking what would it be like if canard won you're just wanting him to get his feet back under him yeah like literally uh and then you watch his film and they're really building up like they had shot him in the parking lot like looking at the stadium like nine months earlier, like I will be back someday. I'll race in the stadium. 
And that vibe like permeated because I feel like it was pretty fast throughout the day. And you're like, damn, he's back and he's fast. This is unbelievable. And it did to me overshadow the fact that Millsaps also was good all day. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like he was 12 fastest. Like they were both right in there yep. from the first laps of qualifying. Yeah, they really were. Uh, five guys in the 55 second range. Mm-hmm. James Stewart, Ryan Villapoto. Yep, got it. Uh, Millsaps third, Dunge fourth, and then Kennard fifth, all in the 55. Yeah. And then right some the kid named Barsha who jumped up. Yeah, a lot of hype on a couple things. Yeah. Uh, Barsha's making his debut as a rookie in the 450 class. He had done a little 450 riding outdoors here and there, filling in and show that he could run with the dudes. Dunge all mad at him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And James Stewart uh, debuting on a Suzuki in Supercross. Mm-hmm. And you remember the year before, he jumped on a Suzuki outdoors, won the first four motos, then crashed. Yep. So you're like, okay, fresh start. We know he can win races on a Suzuki. I mean, I'm sure we had some, hey, is this it? Is James is the Yamaha the problem and James just going to win titles again? Right. Um, I don't see why we wouldn't have thought that. Also the debut of Seven Gear. Oh, His really? Line. It was this race this year. So yeah. he was answer... Yeah. In the summer of 12, yeah. even on the Suzuki. Yep. And then oh, wow. Seven, seven gear. Wow. Debuted, still out there today. Malcolm Stewart running it, of course. Yeah. So uh, James debuted that, and uh, it was a big deal. I remember that. He got out of that answer deal, or the answer deal was done. And then, yeah, Seven came in, and it's his own company. And yeah, name Seven. A lot of us are like, huh, what if he changes numbers? Yeah. 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 Um, but he'll be racing for many, many more years yeah, after this. Yeah. So, so he's got a long time. Problem. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a great race. Millsaps, whole shots. Yeah. Takes off. You're like, okay, but he's going to get caught because the other guys are coming. Villapoto's back in the pack. He's the defending champion. He has a terrible race. Yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, we still reference this race as far as you can win a title. Because yes. of how bad he did at this race. 16th, yes. I think, at this yep. one. Yep, yep. And he still won the title at the end of the year. He uh, goes down twice, then has a big one, and then kind of has bent up bars and rides around the rest of the night from there. So not a good night for RV at all. Yeah, I remember we had done a countdown on the RacerX online site, the best Supercross riders ever. Mm-hmm. Of course, these dudes are not going to be happy with any ranking, yeah. unless they're McGrath, who's I'm sure was number one. Right. Uh, I think we had, I don't know what we had Villapoto, maybe fifth or eighth. I don't know what it was. But he was pissed and Williamson was pissed, the mechanic. Yep. And they were pretty, you know, they were pretty salty back then. And now, and now also. You know, uh, this is foreign to you, the saltiness? No, yeah. no, I was trying to think of the article. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I do remember something about this. I remember I wrote some stuff about this, too, and then I was asked, I was accused of, you know, what did I, where, where was my ranking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, like, yeah, okay. so know. you vaguely remember yeah, this happening. Yeah, something about that. But I will give Williamson credit. The whole day, they're like, oh, only eighth best ever. Oh, we're only eighth best. Only eighth best ever. Yeah. But I did see Williamson after the race, and he's like, looks like we're only 16th best. <laughs> nice. I, yeah. I like that. Uh, so, yeah, bad race for RV, the defending champion. Yep. Uh, crashes, goes down. Uh, Millsaps takes off, and you're like, okay, but big deal. He's going to get caught. But uh, no, yeah, man. Yeah, well, he, there's Stu. Where's Dunge? Yeah, where's Chad? Yeah. Uh, they don't do it. No, Stu hurts his knee. On the last lap of practice, they say, and he almost didn't race the night show. Wow. Yeah, it was that close, yeah. swelled up, swelled up and everything else. Yep. So uh, Stu doesn't, uh, isn't a peak guy, even though he qualified fastest. So I was kind of wondering, like, hey, Stu got seventh, I think, this Eighth. night? Eighth. Yeah. I'm Nothing like, what special. the, he- what the yeah. hell happened? Well, the knee. Yeah, the knee and he up. later said that he had a torn ACL. Yep. Yeah, a couple um, weeks later. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Millsaps takes off. Kennard catches him. Yeah. Kennard Sendy. Yes, Kennard is Sandy. Kennard's landing, uh, flat landing some triples. Yep. Gets by him, makes some contact with Davey, gets by Davey, scrubs by him, gets in, and then kind of like, if you look, he he puts the hammer down, and he pulls away from Davey, and you're like, okay, that's probably where it's Yeah, and end. I think there's only three to go Yeah, three at this to point. go. And guys normally, the hardest, one of the hardest things to do is to, late in the race, 
when you're tired, when your heart rate's up, yeah, is yeah. to regroup and catch someone. Yep. Right? So, yep. uh, but full pre- full credit to Davey Millsaps. He catches him again, gets Kennard back in the same spot that Kennard got him on the very last lap. He blitzes some whoops, and Millsaps takes a very unexpected win, and Kennard takes a very unexpected second place. And either guy uh, would have been amazing to win. It would have yeah. been an amazing story to win. Yeah, that is, that is true. Um, because Millsaps was just a shock. Because, uh, again, I don't think he was. Three years. Top- Three yeah, years. three yeah. years, and he wasn't on the top of anybody's list. Yep. And uh, the team, they hadn't won anything. Yep. So that yep. was a shock. Privateer Suzuki, like, again, at this point, like you said, we didn't quite know. But Ralph is pumping that pretty hard in the show. So clearly they had been, they had tipped off the TV crew. Yeah. They were yeah. pumping True. the privateer True. angle. It's, it's Ralph, Fro, and Ricky. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they are pumping. So they had tipped off the TV crew. And, uh, yeah, the Kennard comeback. Most of the race, you have Barsha right behind them. Yep. And Dunge. Yep. Right? And then that established group, like, Stu doesn't come through. Reed is just circulates. He gets fifth, I think. Uh, he gets fourth. Fourth. Yep. Oh, because Barsha crashes yep. late and uh, goes back to seventh. But you're kind of waiting and like, okay, awesome for Kennard, awesome for Real Saps, but Dunge is going to get it rolling, right? Chad's going to get it rolling. Stu's going to get it rolling. Mm-hmm. No, man. They never they didn't quite get it rolling. No, they never quite no. get it done. Nope. Um, and then the next week, Barsha would win. Yeah, and Weege, thats odd. The first two rounds of Supercross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Barsha got, was amazing. We got or, or, and we got Millsaps and Barsha, two totally unexpected winners for two rounds. Yeah. So we went on to have nine different winners this year. Did, did we? we? I don't know. No, of course oh, not. Yeah, okay, no, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, I'm like, what? Then Villapoto yeah. just takes control yeah, Villapoto, of the series. Yeah, Villapoto gets co- and control. comes all the way back. But yeah. Millsaps is good all year long, man. This is a yep. real, real good year for Davey. A real comeback year, and then of course he misses the completely next year. Yeah, completely out. The team switches to KTM. Yeah, uh, lots of rumors about he hates the bike. Yep, lots of rumors about the team owing him bonus money. Yep, and lots of rumors about just him getting hurt. Yep. and he never races all year. Yes, and never seems to back up this incredible year on the Suzuki. Oh, also he ter- he hurts his knee near the end of Supercross, and he misses all the outdoors. Does he ride Glen Helen or no? No, doesn't he doesn't even ride Glen Helen. Okay, no. um, and then he misses all of 2014, and then gets that Cowie ride of 2015, and we know how that ended. Like Davy Millsaps, man. Oh my like gosh, just the like ups the, and downs. The ups and downs and everything else. Uh, yes. And you'll hear him. We talked to him for this re-raceable, so you'll hear his, his voice here shortly. He tells us kind of what he went through. Well, some of these, we uh, done a McGrath Gainesville 95 recently where we said he, he doesn't remember, say, lap by lap. Yeah. So it was more overall, general, philosophical, what that mean, win meant. Yep. This Millsaps one. Davey was on it. And by the way, we hit Millsaps up out of nowhere. He didn't go back and watch this race. No, he didn't. no, no. We gave him a 20-minute warning. And he knows every jump, every turn, every lap, <laughs> everything. And the vibe that I always hope, like, look, you have ups and downs in your career. You win Anaheim one. The whole season, like I said, was magical. You want to know that the guys, like on the outside, it sure seems like it's special. Yeah. You want to know they feel that way. Yeah. And you can tell he absolutely, yeah. this race holds a special yeah. place. Yeah, and I mean, really, when you think about it, Scuba uh, Steve, who was the, still the manager, just announced he was leaving, yeah. was his mechanic. Yep. Hewitt was there. Uh, he had a lot of good backing. He had factory suspension. You know, yep. um, It's a good bike. It's Dave Gallon is the team manager. Yeah, Gallon's And team. Uh, Dave's at Monster now, but you go way back with Dave even in the Canada days. Yep. These are a sta- this might be a privateer yep. team, but these are some smart, established people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, and it would have been awesome for Kennard to win, too. I mean, coming back from the injury, everything else, everything yes. Trey goes through. Yep. Uh, you know, great job for him. Ryan Dungey just kind of, he just does. Dunge does Dunge. Does, yeah, he does. Dunge does Dunge in yep. his whole race. Uh, lurks out, gets a third. Uh, Barsha probably faster, but crashes right at the end. Uh, Chad Reed gets fourth. You really don't see any of these guys in the broadcast. 
It's you see Dungeon Barsha, but nothing yeah, behind them. Nothing behind yeah, them. It, it, yeah, it, it's it's incredible. Oh, yep. oh no, Villapoto. You see Villapoto. Yeah, they catch Villapoto. They did. Every get one of Villapoto's crashes. They, they did get those. They, they yes. get those. They get yes. those. So this is the uh, Air Fork, the debut season for the Air Was Fork. Was it okay? Which caused a lot of trouble a lot of for problems. a lot of people. Yeah, maybe. Chad, maybe so. I think to this day hates Air uh, Forks. Unless he crashes out and yep. smiles for the camera, gives an incredibly awkward interview. <laughs> Yes, he does. I, I know I'm going to surprise you here. I know. Yeah. Yes, he does. He crashes out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, what a night it was. Anaheim won. I remember I was there in the press box and just being like, holy shit, Millsaps. Holy shit, Kennard. You know, but what else am I, what else am I going to see? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I was just – I thank the Lord above that I had done a story in Racer X. Uh, I think it was about the, the middle class, I called it. Like, we know that there's to the, do – we were, say, four years past the economic uh, destruction downturn mm -hmm. which affected this sport big time and uh, riders were starting to get back to the point where they were making some money i'm sure villapoto was making good money at this time but i was very curious i'm like what about the other dudes like the weimer guys the shorties you know Millsaps, uh jgr had brayton and, and josh grant i'm like are these guys making money so i did a story about that and Thank God I decided to make sure I included Millsaps <laughs> in it, and Millsaps called me back, and he was in the story. Because if I did a story on these next-level dudes, and he wasn't in there, and then he wins three weeks later, we would have probably never heard the end of it. So I, know, I always look back. I'm like, thank God I called Millsaps for that story. Millsaps has a great season. 12 podiums, did I say, or something? 12 podiums yeah. and 17 races. Yeah. Villapoto wins the title, but Davey's got 20 points on him after the opener, right? And then Villapoto chips two, then he chips seven. Yeah. Okay, so now it's thirteen. Then he chips three more. That is uh, uh, ten. Yep. Then Millsaps puts on um, seven, nine. Yeah. And then puts on another ten. Now it's nineteen points, and we're at round eight. Yeah. And it, I got he got it down to ten. It's twenty nine points at round eight. Twenty nine point lead for Millsaps. Yeah. 29-point lead. Right. But then uh, St. Louis comes, Villa gets 10 back. Daytona comes, Villa gets um, uh, uh, 13 back. Yeah, I believe you know? Daytona, yeah. Millsaps came in there hurt. Hurt, yeah. Did badly, and suddenly the points lead is gone. But, like, you look at it like, well, the reason I'm going back and looking at this week is because I was like, okay, I looked at Millsaps' season results that year, and I'm like, holy crap, like, how do you get how caught? How do you lose? Because I know yeah. Villapoto is coming from a deficit. Yes. How do you get caught? And that's how you get caught, I guess. You have a uh, you hurt your knee. You have a bad Daytona. Villapoto goes on a one, two, three, four, five, five race winning streak, and it's over. Well, you nailed it. One of the misconceptions in the sport is the, the, the mix of consistency and race wins. Part of the problem for Millsaps is he was excellent all year, but he only won two races. Mm -hmm. He only won two. And Villapoto won, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. I know we always say consistency wins titles and podiums wins yeah. titles. Yeah. Ten race wins. You can screw up a lot of stuff yeah. and still win the title. Absolutely. And yeah. inconsistency is not DNFing. The difference between a first and a seventh, the half of Millsaps points lead has gone in one night. Yeah. With that, without yeah. crashing out. Yeah, without just without with just, just a bad start, up. with a bad start and and a, and a little tip yeah, over or something. Right, that's it. Yeah. right. So it it's when you win races, it makes your life a whole the math a whole lot easier. Yeah. And in the end, Millsaps only did win two. He was super consistent, but Filippoto won ten friggin' races. Yeah, he uh, he was good. Barsha won. Yeah. Uh, Bar Barsha won, um, the next week, and we thought, oh, here it comes. And I'm like, and I and I was like, oh boy, 
Like, yeah. like this kid is going to go on a run. Like, I think I was even writing, like, watch out McGrath stuff. This, I, I, this, a lot of people were. Yeah, I was I remember like, Pink said that. Yeah, yes, we were could, definitely on this. This could be a McGrath run with this yeah. kid. He's a yep. two-time 250 Supercross champion. You know, he's, he's been fast anytime he's been yep. on the 450. And then yep. he does his face in it. Yeah. Know, cases it and, yep. yeah, does his face in. And then I don't remember how at Oakland, at Oakland he got one point again. I don't remember that one. But, I just remember him. Uh, he's working at six time at the time. Yep. Just Stanton. Yep. I remember uh, one race we went up into the rig. Barsha's getting like a series of like fourths and fifths, like not bad. Yeah. It's his first year. And they were not having it. Like we saw six time and Barsha and they were super pissed about how it's going. And we're like, dude, you're getting like fourth to like yeah. Stu and Chad and, and Villapoda. And they're like, that's not what we're here to do. Yep. We're here to win. Yeah. They consider this season to suck apparently. But Barsha does end up fourth in the points as a rookie with two wins. Stu gets one win Atlanta. Yeah. And then bows out, one. bows out with the knee. Oh boy. Yep. Not, yeah. not, not rough great. season. Yeah. Rough season for Stu. Yeah. Um, yeah, a great resurgent for Millsaps. And, you know, like, again, like, he didn't get a chance to, like, keep it going. Like, we never saw – he lost a whole year. Crazy. A year and a half because he didn't do the outdoors. Crazy. He lost a year and a half. Yeah. And then, yep. you know, then he comes back on Cowie and it's not good. And yeah. then he gets fired and, you know, kind of – Not good. Then he goes to the Butler brothers and does okay. Yeah. But this was – out of the peaks and valleys of David Millsaps, and there was a lot. Yes. This was the last peak. Now, there's one other thing. Well, unless you count his Canadian series title. But. Yeah, yeah, that was made some money, I'm sure. Yeah. Why, why does money always get brought up at Millsaps? It's just like inevitable that we fall on that topic. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, sorry. It's not you don't do that? No, 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 no. I don't do that. Um, it's not, not, not me. I believe also this year, like Millsaps had been on Honda. He had had many chances. Yep. And we knew he had talent. Right. And he probably should have been winning a yep. lot. He probably should have had many seasons like this. this he did was, get hurt. In the Honda days, him and I were not getting along. Well, I didn't care, but he did not like me because I was riding. This dude is so good. Yes. Because I had really good contacts at Honda. Yeah. Really good friends there. Yep. And they're like, you don't understand this guy. He is so good, but he is so lazy. Mm-hmm. There was even a story one of the guys told me he went to go watch a running race or a triathlon that his trainer was in. Yeah. So the rider was just watching his trainer exercise. Right. But not training. But not training. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe he came around and said, he kind of admitted, Yeah. I wasn't working as... Mm. Hard enough then, mm. and now I'm putting in the work, mm. and now it's working. What do you know? Yeah. What do you know? Yeah, I think you said, like, do you look back at those Honda days and yeah. wish you had put in this work now? And he's like, yeah, every day. Yeah. I think about that. Yeah, one of the Honda guys told me that they gave me a choice to go to the high des and ride with Millsaps and test all day or fly to Texas and test with Shorty. And I flew to Texas because <laughs> I knew I would get more out of it. Yeah. I, I left home for a few days to go test right. because I would get more out of testing with Andrew Short than I would with David Millsaps. But so anyways, he, but that's that's in the past. At this point, he's a like a lovable vet yes, coming back. And now he's putting in the work. Yeah. He's got a little chip on his shoulder. Working with Yogi. Yeah, that uh that's probably a big part of it. Yeah. Working with Ezra Lusk. Yep. And no doubt, uh, I think he had started that in the JGR years. Yep. And uh he was just putting it together and I think really just finding the potential that everybody knew he had. Yeah, very yes. talented rider. Yes. Massively talented rider. Yes, uh, yep. And you know better than I do in the amateur stuff. He was amazing. So, yeah. you know, he was he was a great rider. Right. Um, Liat, re-raceables. Uh, thank you to uh, the folks at Pro Taper, of course, and Max's Tires. Scott Goggles as well. Uh, when you talk about Scott, they've been in the sport for a long time, those guys. Uh, they've been part of our, our podcast for this year and a little bit of last year. Providing the best goggle technology in all motorsport disciplines for over 50 years. Scott's a global leader in innovation, technology, and design. Uh, Scott has been proud to support the grassroots level and, of course, the pro racing like Pro Circuit, Caleb Russell, and Anderson, who just ended up winning, and Scott Goggles. Our buddy Johnny Knowles was excited about that one. 
Oh, well. yeah. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scott is excited to relive iconic moments in the sport with the Re-Raceables podcast, many of which have included Scott Goggles, uh, ScottUSA.com, the only goggle made in the USA. Thank you to uh, Scott for making it happen. Thank you to uh, ProTaper as well. Uh, Pro Taper is also the bar of choice for many of these guys in these um, re-raceables. And whether it's the micro bar, whether it's the sellout, the start, self-engage, launch assist pro, uh, uh, device, or the sprockets, bars, whatever it is, ProTaper.com. Get them at Motorsport. Get them your local favorite Tucker Power Sports dealer as well. ProTaper.com. Thank you to those guys. They got bars for everybody. They got 7-8 bar. They got oversized bar. They got bars, Weege, where you can turn the dial on the crossbar to make it act like a bar that does not have a crossbar. Yeah, you can tune the, yeah. the flex. Yes. Flex yeah. tune. It's great. It's yes. great. So uh, they got that as well. So thank you to ProTaper, ProTaper.com, and of course, Liet as well. Send, send me an email, and um, I will uh, get you a code to save at Liet.com. This is uh, Anaheim 1, 2013. Weege, um, there's a Justin Brayton and a Kyle Chisholm in the LCQ. <laughs> and we just got back from the 2022 Supercross series, and there's a Kyle Chisholm and a Justin Brayton up there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of longevity with certain guys. Right. There's also yep. a Philip Nicoletti. He does not make the main event this week. Yeah, Death Cross was just beginning for Phil. Yep. And I remember the first couple of rounds were a disaster. He's racing a 450 class. Yep. And then he puts he, he gets into he fun, starts getting he better. finally gets into a main, and then he makes every main for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, he's on a Ty Lube, Alan Brown team back then. Um, yep. So, yeah, again, qualifying time, Stu, Villapoto, Millsaps, Dungey, Kennard. So it wasn't – and in the heat race, Millsaps beats Kennard. So we're getting, yeah, we're a, little getting a, we're getting a little rematch. I think my favorite part – we're going to have the re-raceables categories here coming up after we talk to Millsaps. One of my favorite things about this is this – we were doing the recap pods around this era, and we were hammering the AMA because this is great. Oh, the results. You have the results in front of you. Yeah. Barsha is from New Jersey – all caps. New Jersey, baby. All caps. Yes, New Chad, Jersey. Chad is from Australia, all caps. Okay. So that's a country and a state. Yeah. Other guys uh -huh. are from Marietta, California. You know, a, a city and a state. Yep. Uh, we have a um, we have a Daytona for Matt Gurky. Just Daytona. Yeah, yeah. Not, I see no, Trevor Reese from San Diego. Not a state. Right. Just a town. He will be yep. in studio sitting next to you tomorrow night. Trevor Reese. Yes. Oh, Trevor from Maxima. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. Yep. So mm -hmm. just a state. Yep. Robert Canaris just from Syracuse. Vince Freeze, though, is just from Missouri. Yeah. So Canaris from a, a city, and Freeze is from a state. Yeah. Free, and, uh, Ricky Dietrich is from not Washington, WA. Right. He's just a state, but and, two letters. And Barsha is from New Jersey, all <laughs> caps. All caps, bro. All caps. I, I just love it. I can't. How did Bar I, I know Barsha was born in New Jersey, and I have claimed him, claimed him as yeah. a New Jersey resident yeah. myself. Yeah. But how did it slip all the way into the AMA entry that he was born in New Jersey? I don't know. Not New York. Has Barsha or, like, yeah. ever used Jersey? No, like, I, 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 that's what I mean. How did it slip into the database? He's from New York, but he spent most of his life down in Georgia. Right. So, where does Jersey come did, from? Did he sign up with a birth certificate? Did he need his birth certificate to sign up for Anaheim Supercross? Until we know you were born, you bring us your birth certificate. And, and like, and like uh, Millsaps, Marietta, California, Marietta capitalized, California CA. But then further down the list, you have um, uh, Lakewood for Josh Grant, not capitalized, and just CA lowercase. Like, it is all... It is all over the map. These so, results are hilarious. So then we were talking around this time about, like, we just would, somebody would just say Earth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Planet like, Earth. so Cause random. Because we, we got city, states. Yeah, we got, it could be got anything. Countries. Countries. countries Earth, planet Earth. Earth. We were just Earth. waiting for yeah, Earth. That was one of our faves. Never change AMA. Yeah, yeah never change. Derek it, Anderson from Wheat Ridge. 
just wheat, just wheat, wheat ridge, ridge yeah. bro. Everyone knows wheat ridge. Everyone knows that. It's like LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. these guys. Just nothing changes, man. Just just nothing changes. So, um, yeah. David Millsap's taking the win. Um, go out a night for him. You want to talk to him? This is this is. Sometimes our stories, I think, trump the story of the rider. Millsap's, he takes the cake here. This show is about him. Oh, you don't think Henry or Dowd? Who could barely remember anything right. that happened. They <laughs> can barely remember who Millsaps second, is better? what year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is impressive. Millsaps remembers every inch, like I said, every lap. And he also reflects really well, uh, like the atmosphere of the team and what his career status was at this time and what it meant to get on top like this. All right, let's talk to David Millsaps. All right, everybody, Lee at Re-Raceable's podcast. Of course, Pro Taper and Scott and Max is on board. Weege and I have been talking about Anaheim 1, 2013. Epic race, amazing uh, race. Uh, two unlikely combatants for the, uh, for the win. And we have the man who actually pulled the win off on the line. He is a former factory rider, uh, Davey Millsaps. What's up, Davey? How are you, man? Nice. Hanging out, man. Doing good, doing good. Anaheim 1, 2013. Man, what a race. I mean, we come into it. There's Dunge. There's Villapoto. There's James Stewart. There's Chad Reed. And then up front, a guy who hasn't raced in a year, Trey Kennard, and yourself, yep. Davey, coming off JGR. Just, Technically a privateer. Yeah. Yeah. Just go at it for the entire yeah. main event. What a night. That was pretty cool, man. <laughs> I mean, it was obviously a, a very big highlight of my career. Um, just the fact of... I don't think, I mean, you guys can, obviously you're going to fact check me. I know that, but I don't think there was any time, maybe one other time I got a top 10 at Anaheim one besides winning it in 2013. So you um, just were not good at the openers in general. No, I okay. was, I was not. Dude, I got like 18th. I've got 12th. I've got 15th. And like I said, I might've got like eighth or 10th once before. Yeah. Um, and I think, he, I think he fossey even beat me one year. <laughs> um, no, 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 no offense. Heath. Um, but it was obviously where I should have been. I was, should not have been back there. Um, same with everyone else that beat me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I think 13 yeah. for me, 13 for <laughs> me was just such a wow. You know what I mean? For, for me just in general and obviously winning, it was, uh, that's pretty cool. Hey, when we even bring it up, like, hey, we texted you, hey, you want to come on the show, and then we we say it in the show here. Like, do you literally, like, does it bring a smile of, like, yeah, that was a good one? It's got to be such a special <laughs> night. Does it do that for you when you hear Anaheim 2013? Yeah, I mean, it's it's what everyone always brings up to me is, is Anaheim 13. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh, or, oh, I'm surprised. Yeah, because yeah, you've won a lot of races and had some really good moments, but I'm surprised this one's up there. Yeah. yeah. This this one just I mean I think the whole year thirteen everyone brings up to me yeah um, as yep. well as like just the fact that I raced you know all twenty laps with with Trey and him passing me and then me passing him back and there everyone's like oh my god dude your whoop speed that last lap was unreal and yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where it, everyone kind of winds down to it um, but <clears throat> for me it was just it was just cool to. For people to even bring up, yeah, I smile. Like your message to me, obviously, it'd be uh, it's a really good, you know, good time to to have that smile for me right now. Yep. So it's uh, it was it was cool for you guys to definitely text me that. So, so. you you come off the JGR. It's Bobby Hewitt's team. It's not a factory yeah. team. You know, it's an RMZ bike that's I'm already a little long in the tooth, but 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 a good bike. Oh, people love the Suzuki's. At yeah, that point. I come know on. That, that's true, but it's still a little <laughs> long in the tooth. 
I mean, did you feel – and, of course, this series here, I mean, you're a threat for the title all the way through. You hurt your knee at some point, and, it, you know, the, yeah. the end of the series doesn't go as well. But you're right in the mix the whole time, basically. Did you feel that good coming in? Like, did, were you like, yeah, man, this team, Scuba, your mechanic, the bike, like, I think I can win. Were you at that point coming in? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. just the amount of work that, uh, you know – Yogi and I put in in the years previous to where um, going into that year, I had such a, I had a way better foundation than what I had had previously. And, you know, uh, just, I didn't miss a beat with riding, you know, no matter what it took, Scuba and, and Dave um, and Bobby made sure that my bike was ready and up to part every single day. There was no questions. There was no ifs, ands, or buts. If I said, hey, like, I have to ride these days, it was tell me when and where. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, so all the work that went into it from their side of things and my side of things, yeah, I knew my bike was good. My bike was actually really good. Um, it was fast. And um, I, was, I was ready. So I think that's where, for me, going in, it didn't feel like I was on a privateer bike because I had show Scott in my corner every single week. Yeah. And um, having, you know, Jamie do my motors, my motors felt really good. And I had my own semi. So it wasn't like it was, oh, my God, I'm privateer. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it just, to me, it felt like a normal team. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I just had all my, I had my friends there, which made it even that much better. What's interesting, so, though, uh, you were a Suzuki guy growing up. And uh, yeah. I feel very lucky because I did a story in Racer X before this season about guys like you and I think like Shorty and Burner and like guys that were looking to like start winning races, right? And I, I teased, I, I, first of all, I was super happy I put you in the story because thank God because you yeah. would have rubbed it in my face forever <laughs> if you won the opener. Uh, we know how you are, bro. We know how you are. Second, no, no, no. I said, I'm like, hey, is there, I mean, you grew up on Suzuki's. Is there something there? And you said to me at the time, I don't know if you remember this, you're like, nah, it's just a yellow fender. Like, it, it's just a motorcycle. But is there something about the Suzuki because you grew up on it? Or was it like, I grew up on 85s. It's not the same. How did that work? Well, I mean, I, well, I grew up on an 80. There was no 85. I'm sorry, 80s. <laughs> um, Good point. So I'm, so Rob from RG3 and myself are the ones who actually designed and built the 85. Um, wow, really? He, yeah, 21 years ago. <laughs> it's probably the and same one now. Same. Yeah. It's still the same. <laughs> it's a Davey Millsap's bike still. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it hasn't changed. So we did that forever ago. You know, uh, I did a lot of testing at Glen Helen with it. Uh, but from that point, you know, I went to 125. So I never raced a 250. And and then I went pro. So for me, like, it, I guess there's some, you know, some sentimental value to me with, with being Suzuki my almost my entire career, mm -hmm. amateur-wise. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, Cole Gress and, and, and Mel Harris were the ones that I – oh, and, and Pal Alexander – are the ones that I kind of attached to when I was amateur. And then by the time I went pro, like they were kind of st stepping away and retiring and, and all that, you know, um, Mel Harris, I think retired a few years after I went to Honda. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know for me, like by the time 2013 came around, I didn't really care about whether it was Suzuki or not. I just wanted a good bike. I wanted a good team and I wanted good people. Uh, and, and then that's where 13 came into play for me. You yeah. uh, you left JGR. Did, yeah. you, did you have other options or was – I mean, I know you love talking about money, 
So, uh, <laughs> you know, did, did he would throw I the heard, most... I heard you do. I heard you like talk about money too. Why would you talk about stuff like that? What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the the vital thread. Uh, oh, hey, stop yeah. it! Stop it! <laughs> Rolling in it. Rolling Mil- in Mil- it. Sass, if you had my money, you'd throw yourself off a cliff. Okay. If I had your money, I'd burn mine. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> stop it. So no, but like, uh, did you ha- take us into? So you leave JGR. Could you have yeah. stayed at JGR? Did you have yes. another offer that looked attractive? Yes. Did you go for the bike slash Hewitt? Like, what? Take us through why you ended up on that team. So, yes, I <clears throat> Koi tried to sign me um, rather quickly after Vegas mm-hmm. in 2012, and because obviously he he knew he wasn't up to par with with paying me um, for the 12. cheapest second place of all time. Yeah, yeah. The, the, cheapest yeah. Second, the cheapest second place of all time. <laughs> so he tried he tried to sit me down. You know, I think it was the next week before the start of outdoors and and sign me. Mm-hmm. But the night at um, the night of the banquet, I've obviously known Bobby my whole amateur career. Obviously, raised yeah. with the Sun Hunter. So Bobby was talking to me, and Dave was talking to me. Dave Gallon. And, you know, just, oh, dude, you did so good this year. You know, we're trying to start a formidable team next year. Mm-hmm. Do you think, you know, was this a fluke or do you think you could possibly do it again? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Give me a chance and let's see. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of where that the conversation like sparked for me. And it, it gave me just a little bit of a, okay, I'm, you know, when I sat down with Koi, I'm like, ah, you know, let's, you know, I'll look at your offer or whatnot. And yeah. then no lie to you, like two days later, I was riding at North Carolina at the track and I get a phone call and from a number I don't know. So I answered it and it's Dave Gallon. And he's like, we want you for next year. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, where are you at for numbers? I told him. And, uh, cause he's like, I don't have a gigantic budget. I don't have you know whole much, you know, but this is, this is what we have. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I could make that work. And then I got an offer from, uh, from Hart and Huntington. Hmm. And, and so that was the factory Suzuki team at the and, time. Yeah, that was Suzuki's. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I was going between the three, you know, Pat actually ended up calling me. I was like, Hey Davey, like, you know, just so you are aware, like you won't be factory if you go with, with Bobby yep. and you won't get any of our support. <clears throat> and I'm like, like okay. Mm-hmm. But so, but like, so if you come over to Hart Huntington, you'll be full factory and you'll have all of our support. And I mean, I, I liked it. I just liked, I don't know. I, I liked the, yeah, just, uh, you just knew Bobby. Atmosphere. Yeah, you knew Bobby. Yeah, I yep. like the atmosphere yep. over there, and and I like Kerry. I like I've known Kerry for a very long time. He was at my bachelor party. Like I, I know Kerry perfectly fine. But just the just the atmosphere that I got from being around Scuba, who I've known for you know twenty five years, or you know being around Bobby and and Dave and all that stuff, it was just something that um, made me feel comfortable. And so I went that route, mm-hmm. and that's that's where it went. Wow, it honestly sounds a little risky. Like you took a real chance. I, I took, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, but it's also one of those things where I was the team. You know, what I mean, like, yeah. as far as the four fifty side of things, yeah. so obviously mm-hmm. the two fifty side is different. Like I was the team of the four fifty. So if I wanted something, it was it wasn't questioned. It was okay. Let's do it. 
mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, you know, Dave started to get to know me a lot more and, and, you know, and we actually had a really good friendship and we still do, you know, I saw him at Anaheim. He goes, you know, he always tells me best day of my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I love that guy. Yeah. So it's, uh, um, so no, I took it, I took a chance with him, but they also took a chance with me. So, no, no chance that Pat thought that Shoah was going to probably step up for you either, right? That was a big no. help. Like, and Pat was probably like, "Ah, oh, he can't get Shoah stuff. Like, he doesn't, you know yeah. what I mean?" And you're like, "Yeah, I got good suspension, man. Anybody can make a 450 motor work, you know." So, uh, yeah, your bike was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I don't, again, dude. Like factory parts sometimes make a big difference. Like when it comes to gearing, yeah, like yeah, that's a that's a huge yeah. advantage. But on a 250, a 450. I mean, realistically, like I can make any gearing, you know, OEM gearing work because I don't, it has so much power to begin with. Yeah. Um, but a 250, yes, makes it, makes a world of a difference. And that would have been a different call for me if I was on 250, hands down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to affect so, your stuff. So yep. you qualified third after practice. Yes. Only because you... I jumped the wall. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, was there a, yeah. okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you beat some guy named Trey Kennard in the heat. So you, yeah, yeah, you were solid to win your heat. So things were, and things, yeah. So things were things were rolling for you at Anaheim One in this year, uh, going to the main event, and you grabbed uh, got the whole shot, didn't you? Yeah, 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 the whole, shot. yeah whole shot, and then gone. I won the heat race and the main, which I think the most surprising thing for me was it was the first time that I ever did both. Heat okay. and main, um, yeah. So winning the heat and the main, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, and then. Uh, I mean, obviously, I didn't lead every lap, but yeah. either way, I still won. So, do you uh, remember the moment when Kennard got you? Because he he yeah, yeah. did a nice little scrub on the triple, got underneath you, and yeah. you, and then, dude, he sprints. He's like, I got you know, like he puts it down and pulls away a little bit. Clean. Yes, he yeah. does. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. oh boy. Well, Honestly, he, mean, a win by either of you would have been really cool. <laughs> Kennard was out for the year. So. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it it was as soon as he got in front of me, like I needed, I needed a little bit of a, just just a just a breather, just so I could get my collect my <laughs> collect my thoughts and and figure out where you know he was catching me or or what he was doing or if mm-hmm. I needed to find different lines. And being behind him, you know, he made a few mistakes as well, like just like I did in front of him, and I was able to close the gap back. You, you, you... And then once I once I closed that back. I knew, I knew, uh, hold on a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kid life. Yeah. Um, the, uh, there was a line before the whoops over the double. Yeah. You that, were in going inside there. Great yeah, work. Well, I was yeah. going the line that he was going Okay. and I kept coming up short on it. Mm-hmm. And that's why he, I mean, he's like, man, like he's catching me right there. I know he is. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, I moved over a little bit after a couple laps and I found that one where I could clean the double. And when I cleaned it and he cased it, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not shutting off. <laughs> so, and that's where the whoops came into play. And then yeah. I was able to scrub the triple. Yeah. Yeah. You did. You did it right so, back to him. Yeah. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Same section. Yeah. Yeah. Same section. Last same lap. Too. Place, Last lap. Same thing. Last, Last lap. lap. Yeah. Flag waving. So, you know, yep. it's funny. We always hear, you know, Anaheim one, everybody kind of rides tight. And it's like, we're just trying to see where I'm at. But okay. When it's down to the last two, three laps and you're battling for the lead, I'm assuming all that is out the window. It must have been full send at that point. Who cares about the? <laughs> oh, you could you can't win it at the opener. You can bl- lose it. Who cares about any of that? I mean, I was if I was okay. Let's let's rewind for me. 
like I've obviously been one of the best in the whips of my my era, hands down. Well, after, so for after me, Timmy, after Timmy, <laughs> come on, dude. No, I mean Timmy. Timmy will tell you differently. Um, I'm joking. But for me, for me, it was I didn't ever have fear in the whoops, so it was just mm-hmm. wide open. But if those whoops would have got me that lap pass from the lead, <laughs> I, I would have taken the hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at least I'm at least I'm putting all my effort. I'm putting everything I have into it. Um, or, or whatever, even if his bike would have clipped onto me or we would have crashed right there when he, when we hit before yeah. the double quad, like, and we got passed by Dungey, you know? Yeah. Okay. At least we did that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's what I mean. You, this turned into like, I'm just, yeah. I'm going for the win. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. The consequences. And you know, yeah. can, you know, Canard is sending it. Oh, there's, 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 there's no oh, doubt about that. Sending it. <laughs> of course yes. he's sending it. Yes. He's always sent it. He yes. Never yes. Not yes. Sent it. Never, never not sent it. Um, and then Barsha was right there too for a long time. He was down. Barsha like, was there, yeah. and then he crashed on the yep. double that I was just talking about before the whoops. The yeah. the pass or the the, the 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 track position and the whoops. If you watch it back on TV, it's kind of far away, but you can see how much you ate him up right there. But I would have yeah. liked to seen the camera get a little closer. It's a little bit of a wide shot. You you know just to get closer to see how much you blitz those things, but you can tell that you made a significant amount of time right there. Yeah, I mean they were they were right. not gigantic loops. The bigger set was after the quad. Um, they were just more so. Uh, I mean, if they if you caught one random one in the middle, like yeah, if you, if you get hairy like I did in the middle of the main, but because um, one of them one of them caught me, mm-hmm. but where I didn't at that point I didn't care. And um, they weren't like they were. Oh my god, they were so big. If it was the big set right there, I don't know if I would have gone that fast right. into them like that. But I mean, I would I would have for sure gone as fast as I could. Yeah, that is awesome. And I, I get this vibe that you're battling to get the win, and then you won again in San Diego, and you're battling for the title the whole year. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was from you, but I definitely heard it from talking to Dave and Bobby all year that it was really like a. We're gonna show these guys. They didn't give us the support. Yep. Yep. We're we're, we're the David and they're the Goliaths. Yep. I don't know if you felt that way, but that was the vibe all year. And I, I think was there getting. was some anger between RCH, RCH getting you know, the support and, and they getting, didn't and giving some parts, maybe tranny parts or something that yeah. that, that Dave and and, and uh, Bobby couldn't get. There was a little yeah. bit of that. Yeah. Did you, I don't know. Did you feel that way? Because I know Dave and Bobby were framing it that way. Like we're gonna we're but, gonna upset the big hey, teams. <laughs> I got a letter in the mail from Suzuki the entire year. It's all I ever got from them was after Anaheim won, I got a letter that said, congratulations on your win at Anaheim. That's all I ever got. <laughs> yeah. And, Not a bonus. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that, I mean, yeah. I got excited for a second when I saw Suzuki. I'm like, oh, man, I get contingency. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. You know, because I'm a privateer. <laughs> so I'm like, what is it? And it was just a letter. Oh. And I didn't even know who it was signed by. It wasn't even signed by anyone that I knew there. Um, wow. But, uh, but for me, it was more so they had James. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so that's – it's not yep. really one that you can compete with when when you want to talk about, you know, I'm going to show you whatever because obviously James is James. But when it came to just, you know, I like Kyle Alexander. I love I loved Suzuki. But that was one of those things where it's like I don't, I don't need your guys' help to show you that I can win on this bike. You know what I mean? And, shoot, I was the first one to win Suzuki on the Suzuki at San Diego in how many years? Yeah. You know? Ever, I thought. That might have been ever. Was it ever? I, I think it was. Ever, yeah. I think it was, yeah. You're, it was your first win in almost three years. Almost three years. So I remember, uh, yeah, it had to have been pretty memorable. Anaheim, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was, for me, yeah, just like I said, man, it's 
coming from everything that I that I went through, like body wise, that I don't I don't sit there and talk about everything that's happened to me, you know, physically with losing my kidney and I broke my back and and I mean I've had freaking I think near just over forty something surgeries and Jeez. I don't I don't I don't ever talk about that stuff because it's I'm not one to use it as a crutch, you know. But it was one of those after all that stuff I had to go through. You know, for me to finally be able to put a good off season in and come out swinging, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I think that meant more to me than, than, uh, just winning the race in general, just being able just to have everything come together for me, you know, one time I would love to win the Supercross title, obviously, yeah. you know, but yep. to me, I mean, that's, it was special. It was a special night. Yeah. I mean, on, I, looking back at that time to me. I don't remember thinking that you can be a contender. You know what I mean? Like going into this, yeah, year. going into the year. Like no, you know, it's like, like Ray, yeah. Reed and Stu and Villapoto right. and Dunn. Right, right, and, and Davies on a privateer bike, and you know what yeah. I mean? And like, yeah, I don't remember. I remember being like, "Holy shit!" Like he is really good. You know, so yeah, I fully uh, will admit. Like you could totally say we were completely wrong. Like we we totally blew that. Rarely in my media career, Weege, am I wrong? <laughs> But, oh, uh, but, but this but this time I might have been wrong, right, Davey? Yeah, I wasn't invited to the press conference that year either. Really, the before race press conference. Nice, really? yeah, yeah. That's, nice, that's good. Did you? Uh, I guess what I'm getting at is, did you use that as fuel, or were you just doing your own thing? Uh sometimes I would say that it was it was fuel. I think I think for me after Anaheim, it was more of like a you know fu type of deal. Yeah, sure. You're allowed to say uh, that. <laughs> You're allowed to feel that way. Yeah. But but it was the rest of the year to me is like I had already proven my point at Anaheim. I think mm-hmm. I proved as much as I needed to prove to Suzuki that you know I didn't need them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that they're gonna hide, they're gonna keep everything from me even after that. Like yeah, you know, uh, I, I had no need for you. Please tell me you saw Coy down on the podium down there somewhere. <laughs> Please, because I would have loved. I would. Hey. I would love to be there. So what I heard through the grapevine before the season even started was that I was done, that I would not be anywhere near top five on in on that bike. And from this was from the JGR camp, from what I was told. Yeah, now, I didn't hear it from the horse's mouth. Right, but I heard it from a, basically. I mean, the next closest thing you can get sure yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and um they're like yeah you know I mean, you got to go prove them wrong and after that they never they never spoke up again you know <laughs> yeah um but i i love i dude i love koi koi and i got yeah. along so well yeah. i love that dude um uh with with everything and, and i and i would love to have been there to stay there but it just wasn't it wasn't a place for me um to be so but no i did see koi he did. He did congratulate me. Oh, okay. And, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, he was good. Right. Uh, did you do an uh, insurance policy on yourself this year? <sighs> no, it was too expensive. Uh, okay. Oh, no. Yeah, really? You, you've gotten second, so, you know what I mean? They're yeah. definitely, definitely well, I, got, I got second in points. The year before, yeah. You know, and, and I mean, all the podiums and heat race wins that I had, like, and it was – it was a lot to right. get me insured. Even even with Bobby and, and Dave, like, it, it – it was a lot. Right. So. Um, do you remember a uh, couple things? Do you remember talking to Trey after the race? Did you guys exchange yes. any funny stuff? Any any moments? Or was he – how was he? The hug – the hug – because, dude, let's, let's, let's rewind with Trey. Like, I've, dude, I've known Trey since, I mean, dude, the beginning of times. And yeah. when Trey Kennard was really 
just a weekend warrior. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't a threat to anybody mm-hmm. near the top three. And I used to hang out in his motorhome with him. Like we would travel to races and just, you know, we'd always like tag along or, you know, dinners and him and his brother, Aaron, you know, the older one at the time, the younger mm-hmm. one, you know, came in a little bit, a little bit later, yeah. but it was always just us. And, and we just hung out a lot, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and then we kind of went our separate ways, but being able to like hug him after that race and I could feel like he was excited for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you don't do that very often. You yeah. don't, you don't have that as a, as a racer. Like, you know, it's more so like, you know, fuck you. Like you, you just won. I didn't, you know yep. what I mean? But yep. I felt, I felt the dude, like you just fucking won. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> from him and and since and since I felt for one, like yeah, like I beat him, but it was more so like, dude, like you just came off of being out for almost a year, and you just did that. Like that was pretty freaking awesome. So that's awesome. Like, just yeah. the hug, just the hug that I got from him, right. and like how we hugged each other was uh, that was all the words that was needed. Wow, that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great because I mean, look again. Like we said, it would have been a huge win for Trey Canard too. Yeah, he could have oh, been yeah. super yeah. pumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It would have been a great moment for him too. So <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. What a night. Uh. So yeah. did you? Okay. You didn't have the insurance policy. I mean, did you make no. some money that year, or was it like uh, the riding made, was awesome? And oh, here we go. He Steve's made a gonna, ton of money. All right. Here money. we go. Yeah. Oh, or was God, it like everything go. was good except? Yeah, it would have been. Nice to be rewarded for that. Or did you not really get bonuses because you won another race and you got second in points again? Did it not really work out on that particular side? Uh, <laughs> it always comes around to this at Millsaps. Why is it? A- he got a huge Cowie deal the next year and he rode for them for uh, so that, long. Two years later. You know yeah, yeah. I mean? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Cowie. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, in all honesty, no. The Cowie deal was less than the Husky deal would have been. Oh, really? But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was just one of those things where you go back to the amateurs when I was, you know, I had three contracts to go my last year amateur, two years pro between Yamaha, Cowie and Suzuki and Cowie being, you know, I think Cowie might've been the biggest, uh, just by, just by a little bit. Um, Yamaha wasn't quite anywhere near those Suzuki and, and Cowie, but Mitch, I know, Mitch wanted me, but then again, it wasn't really Mitch. I was going to go factory Cowie with James. Mm. And when the contracts all came about, I remember my mom sitting me down and God, I was obviously 13 or 14 at the 14 at the time. Yeah. 14. Mm-hmm. And she's like this contract, this contract, whatever. And she's like, you've been, you know, with this, with this bike for so long, they've been really good to you. Like you should stay loyal. And so without question, you know, I went there, even though I know I wanted to, I wanted to ride for Mitch. I did. Um, but I also knew that it was a lot of loyalty, you know, just to do it, mm-hmm. stay where I'm at. So my whole career, I'm like, like damn it. Like I knew I should have went, you know what I mean? But, uh, so when I had the opportunity to go back to, to try the Cowie, I, I took the opportunity just as one of those in my head, like I needed to ride it. And like the regret that I had back in 2003, when I signed with Suzuki, I definitely, definitely 
now I regret signing with them in 14 or 15. So it, it, was, it was polar opposite. Yeah, um, you need to flip it. Yeah. Yeah, I got I to gotta flip that. Yeah. So, but no, I, would, I definitely wish I would have stayed with, with Scuba and Bobby and and, um, and even Kelso, you know, was, was awesome to, to work with. So, yeah, I wish I would have stayed there for sure. Yeah. Go yeah, because it wasn't that long. Look, it's a funny thing. Not, I don't know, the year or two before 2013, the Bobby Rockstar Suzuki team was almost like a laughing stock. Like, they were struggling so bad in 250s. It really started yeah. to kick off that 2013 season. Good in both classes, not mm -hmm. just you. I think Wharton won a race yeah. in the 250s. And then, obviously, you see where they ended up. You know, premier yeah. team in the sport. It was really on the rise at that time. Yeah. yeah. And, yep. and, I mean, regardless, like, yeah, like, I feel like I put, I helped put that team on the map in 13. Yeah. I just yeah. Uh, I, I obviously, yeah. winning the winning the premier class for them obviously got them a lot of people looking at them yes. and and honestly like with how much work that bobby and dave put in to it and scuba like they deserved all the credit and everything that they got after that hands down i mean they they earned that one by far so if i was able to put them on the map to give them what they deserved then I, i'm happy with that and then, of course, 14 comes, and it's uh, Millsaps is riding, and uh, oh, no, he's not. He'll be back a couple weeks, and no, he's not, and he'll be back in a few weeks, and no, he's not, and we waited for you to, to no, get No, it wasn't the bike. Oh, okay. All right. I had, I had 13 surgeries that year. Really? 13? Yep. 13. That's more than one a month. Well, there, there, was a, there, was a, there was a money issue in there, too, wasn't there? No, there was well. No, okay. No, no, no. There was not. No, there was no money issue. There, everyone okay. thought that too. There was no money issue. Um, but no, it was. It was. Yeah, I struggled with the bike hands down. Right, I did. But they were working on it, and I actually was getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? Like, okay, like I don't mind it. Like, I can, I can. I can muster this year. I can right. get it through. You this know is what a KT, KTM for people who are wondering. The team switched to KTM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, I've ridden worse. So, I mean, that 09 <laughs> Honda might have been worse. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's it just was it didn't suit my style. Even even the new KTM when I rode it in 16 and 17 didn't suit my style in Supercross. That bike outdoors, I mean, hands down, probably one of the best bikes I ever rode outdoors. Mm -hmm. But the, I didn't race it here in the States because, you know, I had to go over to Canada. But either way, dude, it was the best bike I ever rode outdoors. I loved riding outdoors on it, hands down. And, but no, I just it had nothing to do with the bike. It was just more so I tore my ACL and my MCL and my meniscus right before Anaheim won. And I even flew to Australia to have a fix because I wanted to race. I got back, started riding. I dislocated my ankle, broke my ankle. And broke my foot. Uh, so yeah. when that, obviously that, I had to have surgery on that. And then had to have three more surgeries on that. Um, and then I had to have my knee redone again. And then I had to have something done with my elbow or my wrist or my arm or something. I did one of those things across the board. So that was all a year for me. Yeah. Good God. And... Oh. It just never, never worked out. Trust me, dude, I wondered it. I was five races away from having the longest racing streak in the history of Supercross. Five races. <laughs> I wanted that. You know what I mean? Right. So 
it, but when do you when do you hurt your knee in 13 do you are you practicing or is that a race or yeah, when do you when nope, do you hurt that no nope, i was at my house okay. before daytona oh, before daytona and, yeah yeah yep. and i was just dude it was warm up i was just warming up just i wasn't even wasn't even going fast yeah and there was a, a rut in a corner and i got into the rut and it was elevated on the inside so obviously it just my foot had to be really high mm-hmm. and <clears throat> the, my back end just slid around the corner and, and it took my knee to the ground really fast and uh my knee at that time was when i had the the kind of bend in it that obviously everyone knew about my knee being crooked uh-huh. oh we'd see and, you on track walk it was yeah. in shorts it was the weirdest <laughs> thing yeah 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 so all the pieces like the two bones hit really hard and it kind of broke off both pieces of those bones and they're floating around inside my knee and they kept locking up and they'd get caught up in stuff and then i ended up doing my meniscus as well um just all just a little bit and and it got to the point to where sometimes i couldn't even go straight with my knee because they would the pieces would would catch inside there and i couldn't straighten my knee nor could I sometimes bend it. It was really, really, really weird, um, and very painful at the time too. Yeah, twelve podiums in seventeen races for you in yeah. thirteen. Yeah, what a yeah. what a year, what a year. Yeah, um, it was it was and, it was amazing. And and Anaheim one was maybe the most amazing. It was a incredible being. It was a great race, incredible storylines, <clears> and uh, yeah, it was good good to see. Um, yep. We San else? Diego was good for me. Yep. Because San Diego was the first one in, in my in my time that I got the whole shot and I led every single lap. That was the first time ever for me. Even even I think on two fifties, that was the first time period my entire career. I got the whole shot and I led every race. Uh led every lap. Ah. So um Yeah, and, and yeah. Barsha got the win at round two, I believe. So that was an interesting story too, because he's a rookie. That was Barsha's rookie. Yeah, right? Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. Yep. You're like, oh, Barsha, Millsaps. Oh my god! And then you're like, oh, Barsha. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was starting to, be, like, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it's like Kenny and Anderson. This is so crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah It's yeah. like every year. Or Baggett, Baggett and Baggett and, and, and Barsha. Barsha, yeah, 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 Barsha and Baggett a few years ago. But I will say, yep. look, we've seen some Anaheim ones become flashes in the pans, and it doesn't indicate anything. But you yep. were good all year. So yep. this one was an. This one actually was an indication of. Yeah. This guy's going to be good this year. It wasn't a weirdo, yep. weirdo deal. We just, I don't, I just know <laughs> I we didn't that. predict it. Yeah, we, and we definitely weren't predicting that going in. No, definitely. No, well, I don't think any of us. <laughs> well, if you, I if, I was, if you wanted the press conference, yeah, if you wanted the pre-race press conference, there's no way Feld thought anything was going to happen. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ralph in the TV show enough. says Travis Pastrana called you for the win. So there you go. Congrats. Yeah. He. Yeah. He did call me too. He called me almost every every year after that. He called me. Just on that race, and, and do I got you for tonight? Do I got your podium? Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice, nice. So, uh, I let him down a lot. Well, oh. <laughs> anything else for Davey? No, this is great. Okay. I mean, you said the right words. I think yeah. you said special, and that's kind of the way that whole season yeah. I think felt yeah. like it wasn't a title season, yeah. but it like it was different than other seasons. It felt special for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. No, thank you. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Well, uh, Lee at the re raceables with Jason Wygant and Steve Mathis. That's Davey Millsaps. Thanks, Davey. Thank you. Yep. Be good, buddy. Thank you. Yep. All right, guys. See ya. Appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know why money keeps getting brought up. Uh, I don't it does know. every time. Yeah, I don't know. I was just curious from the standpoint of he didn't get an insurance policy. Yeah. So, like, he is leading the Supercross Championship. He is winning races. He's getting on the podium all the time. We didn't ask him. He just got Suzuki contingency. Like, just I, it, a grand for winning or something. I mean, that's terrible. Right. Like, he won Anaheim 1 and probably made, like, 1500 bucks. Yeah, I don't know. Right? God. Um, yeah. Uh, 
anyways, good good interview. Yeah, thank you, Davey, for coming yeah, on. Yeah, appreciate great. it. Um, yep. He developed the eighty five, the RM eighty. <laughs> Who knew? Still going. Still going. Probably strong. a whole lineup of bikes that he's helped develop that Suzuki still has. <laughs> yeah, probably really a whole lineup. RM one twenty five. They brought it back. It's the Millsaps it's bike. It's the Millsaps bike, right? <laughs> uh, for you, I mean, we were watching this together, and you were like, "Good God, Matt Lemoyne." If you had told me Matt Lemoyne was in the 250 uh, a 450 class, 450 main event, I would have been like, what? all right, all right, yeah, yep. It's, I don't remember a lot of this. No, I, yeah, yeah. It's funny, and it's not that long ago, man. No, but, it's only eight seasons or nine now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you watch it and you're just like, oh wow, okay. But then there's Chiz and Brayton. Yeah, yeah. Then the still world, 10, the still world, 11. The world is all right with that. Absolutely, yeah. they're yep. just they're just there. Yep. Ten and eleven. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's great. Chiz is chizzing. <laughs> Chiz is chizzing. Yep. Um. All right, anything else about Millsaps before we get into the categories? Uh, one of the funny things on our pod that year, me, you, and JT, was that every week we still said, yeah, but I don't think Millsaps going to win this title, right? And we were sticking to that. But it was getting, like when you mentioned, yeah. 29 points. Yeah. When he went to San Diego, like round five or something, it was getting trickier and trickier. Yeah. We were sticking to our guns that Villapoto was still the guy. Yeah. But it was getting more and more difficult. And uh, Bobby and Dave, the team guys, they were onto it. So every week they're like, still not thinking we're gonna do it, huh? And it was getting harder and harder. <laughs> it was getting, it was getting difficult to see the Villapoto's pathway. Yeah. To get this done. Yeah, to figure it out, right? Uh, but um, he ended up wrapping yeah. it with a, no, a race got, to go. Got a race to go. If you win a shit ton of races, is this yeah. when he tore his knee up? No, I think he raced outdoors this year. Did he? Okay. I, yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He raced outdoors at the. Villapoto's like. He missed some serious outdoor races, uh, for the outdoors. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's why a couple of years ago when people are like, we got problems, these guys are retiring too early, and the problem is there are too many races, and it's just wearing them down. And I'm like, Villapoto only even did half of the darn races anyway. Yeah. If yeah. you cut the series in half, yep. it would have made no difference. Right. He only participated in half. Yep. Uh, so I didn't watch the 250s from this race, but Malcolm Stewart is listed from USA. Yeah, USA. So great. Yep, we got that. All a low, all lowercase too. But Roxon's from Germany. Seely's from Newberry Park. But Eli Tomac from Durango, Colorado. All right. So like, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Um, so we now we have confirmation that Malcolm Stewart is from the USA. Yeah. Okay. We USA. Confirm that. Yep. All right. Um, Probably had all the fans on his side because the majority of the fans are like, "Hey, that's my guy." Yeah, USA. I'm from the USA. Right. He's, from, He's USA. from USA. <laughs> Uh, Tomac wins. Ken Roxon gets second. Tomac and Roxon, baby. Tomac and Roxon. <laughs> oh, God. It's just things that we can count on. Hilariously, I went back and looked at um, the Tomac interview that he had at RacerX Online from this, and the majority of the comments are, he's in Kenny's head. Kenny makes excuses. Tomac owns Kenny. Kenny should win. He's too weak. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. They're the same stuff we're hearing about Kenny it's eight great. years later, nine right? years later. Right. It's yep. great. Uh, Zach Osborne is uh, making his debut back in America on the Geico team at this race. The full-time. Yeah, full-time. Yep. For a lot of hype I, I, on Geico. Uh, Geico Zacho. Yeah. Like, how is he going to do? Because yeah. he's so good. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So um, good previously on his GP bike. Yeah, Max Anstey before he goes back. It's ninth yep. before he goes back yep. to uh, to Europe. Joey Savacci, 176 for Joey Savacci. Uh, and Blake oh, Baggett, number Joey four. Um, this is where Baggett, uh, Jesse Nelson, yep. crashed in the first turn and uh, hits Baggett. And Baggett ends up jacking up his wrist. Uh, oh, is it this one? Yeah, the, the rest of the year. Yeah. Rest of the year. Totally yeah, that's not right. his fault. He got landed on her. Like, I thought he got... I think Nelson had the, the whole shot and then crashed on the first jump oh, okay. and then caused a pileup. Okay. 
Right. Yeah, Baggett was just total incidental. I thought Baggett had a handlebar come down on his hand, but okay, yeah, whatever. Well, he might um, have. I mean, yeah. it was a first-turn pileup. Right, right. And um, then Baggett raced a whole main with the wrist broken. Yeah. Yeah. Like Baggett, where's he at? Should we, should we get him for one of these re-raceables? Oh, I'm sure, no problem. Yeah, he's into it. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Davey Millsaps, Liet as well, uh, Pro Taper, Maxis, and Scott. Time for the Liet re-raceable categories mm-hmm. from Anaheim 1, 2013. Uh, who really run, won the race? I'm going Kennard, man. Like, yeah, Millsaps yeah. is a good story. Yeah. Kennard was, I mean, he has shit on his spine, like braces. Was he going to retire? Yeah. Partially paralyzed, perhaps. Right. So many things going on. He led three la- three of the last laps until the end. Uh, I'll go Trey Kennard, but uh, you can convince me that David Millsaps really won the race. Yeah, so I'll counter it. Uh, okay. I do feel that night, absolutely, it was like, hey, that's awesome for Millsaps. That's awesome for his team. But, ah, oh, the Cinderella story would have been Kennard. But we did not know that this was going to turn out to be an entire Cinderella season, one of the feel-good seasons of Millsaps almost dethroned yeah. Villapoto on a non-factory team. Yep. So I think because this race eventually led to that, I will say this wasn't some fluke. It wasn't some fashion, flash in the pan. It was a real thing. So I'll go with Millsaps as a, as a real winner. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah, yep. can't can't uh, can't argue that. Yep. Who's that guy award? Now this is 2013, so it ain't it ain't that long ago. I had to go to the qualifying results to find out somebody okay. that I'd never heard of. Yep. 450 class. This gentleman qualified 36th overall. Mitchell Alcorn. Never heard of him. Who's that guy award? I'll go Mitchell Alcorn. Don't know. I know the 35 guys in front of him. Yeah. Including Phil, some guy named Brayton, Zombie Blows. Zombie Blows still out there. Still out there. Yep. Uh, Meathead. You know, you know Meathead. Kevin Windham, who would retire. Oh, we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'll go I'll go Mitchell Alcorn. Uh, in the 250 LCQ, 16th place, Robert Knopfs. Robert Knopfs from Red Bluff, California. They got town yep. and okay. state. Okay, yep. Uh, Robert Knopf, 772. Never heard of you. Good job. Yeah. Made the night show. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Uh, all right. Next category, Lit Kid Award. Um, yeah, I studied this one pretty closely. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you have one. Uh, I do. I have one. Uh, it's Stu and the seven gear. The seven debut of Stu. It was yeah, that good. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Right looked off pretty the rip. Good. I didn't like the Villapoto stuff at all. Millsap's yeah. stuff was just – I mean, Millsap's looked good. It was a One Industries yellow black. It looked pretty cool. looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Dunge, nah. Canard, nah. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll, okay. I didn't get a chance to look at some other guy's stuff, but I think I like what Stu had on. I'm going to go with the TLD guys in 250s. Oh. Seeley and Nelson. Yep. Uh, I mean, look, Troy Lee, yeah. we know he's taking chances. Yep. Sometimes the stuff looks crazy. Yep. Sometimes the stuff looks awesome. I'm going to go with it. It's, it's neon yellow, or it's like high-vis and orange and red. I like it. Okay. Going TLD. Right. Sounds good. Yep. Um, where's JT Award? JT is finally done. I think he's done. He is right? finally done. 2012 was the last year. So would this be the first race JT is not racing? Like ever in, in time or just? Like this is the first race of the first season he is retired. I believe so. This is Anaheim one of his first year not as a racer. Yeah. Wow. Is Tough he losing times. his mind? He's sitting, there, he's sitting there in the fly suite. VIP programming it probably for for the oh you think so team. yeah yeah probably yeah he had right. that lined yeah. up yeah probably yep um, if I remember right I believe JT uh, the first couple of races showed up with dress shoes like he was a high class VIP fly suite guy on, and he had on. dress shoes on the track walk I have breaking news 
What? He did not race in 2011 either. JT. Or 2012. He did not race in 2012. No. He blocked. He blocked I'm looking uh, at the points. I'm looking at the points. He's not listed in the points. 2011 was last year? Yeah. What about the year that he blocked Dunge at uh, Hangtown? Uh, the one that he ruined Dungey's race? I yeah. don't know, but he that- did not race in 2012. We are going to obviously get some answers here as we we'll so, roll through our categories. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. He's so far down in the points. I missed. No, that. he did race in 2012. Thank My you. bad. He is 21 points. He made three mains in his final year. That he, bad? He only made three that mains bad? in his final year. Oh my god! Like I looked for him around 20th place in the points because that's what he does. He only made three mains in that last year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So where's 2013, JT? where's JT? He's got dress shoes on. Dress shoes on. Yeah. Fly guy. Yeah. And uh, rolling out the VIP program. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Tough Tough deal for JT. Yes. Um. All right. The Jacob Marsak Award. This is the uh, award for the guy who does the best at this race that you had no idea about. None. Zero. Zilch. Um, few candidates. Uh, well, Kevin Windham. Do you want to talk about Kevin Windham before we pick that? Jacob Marshall? No, let's board? finish categories. Okay. All right. Yeah. I will go with, well, you, you pick one first. Okay. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like last place in the LCQ would be up for grabs for an awesome result <clears throat> that you didn't know somebody had. Yeah. But I did not know this guy raced Supercross. Last place in the 250 LCQ, 22nd, but that does mean he qualified for the night show. Mm-hmm. It's Blake Savage, Ken Roxon's brother-in-law, Ken Roxon's trainer. I didn't know. I knew Blake was a great rider, raced off-road, yeah. made to podium at Loretta's a couple times. He raced in Canada. He raced Canadian yes. Moto. Yes, but I did not know he raced Supercross. Okay. I did not know that. All right. So he didn't make the main, but he made the night show. Blake Savage, didn't know he raced Supercross. My bad. Blake and I are buddies. Like I said, saw him on the podium at Loretta's. Didn't know he raced Supi. Good job, Blake. There's some guy named DMC McCoy. Australian <laughs> How in the guy. hell? It's it, for- AMA. The guy's first name is DMC. Running, running, J, or, uh, jamming, J, Jam Master J, and who else is in oh, DMC? Oh, okay. Him and Aerosmith? Yeah, yeah. Making some hits uh, together? I forget his name. It wasn't DMC McCoy. It was... D- DMC was not his actual first name? DMC. I, he was Australian. He wrote for... He filled in an H&H at some point. Um... <laughs> Was McCoy his name? Yes, McCoy was his name. First name or last? And, and he wrote for CDR. Uh, we should look in the vault. So he's an Australian guy. See. Yeah, he's an Australian guy. And he definitely... Daniel. It was Daniel McCoy. Daniel McCoy. Does so that sound somehow, familiar for you now? Uh, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Yeah, his name was Daniel McCoy. Okay. And I remember him now, and he was Australian, and... I don't know where DMC comes from, but again, never changed. I don't know. Uh, uh, Marty McFly's DeLorean car with the DMC yeah. on the front. I could go with DeLorean this, Motor Company. I could go with this loser Brayton that won the LCQ. Hey, hey, he was hurt. You know, apparently. we we had a bad thumb that night. Oh really? Uh, I, ch- oh, I checked you... the J Bone interview. Oh, you J-Bone did. J Bone okay. shockingly did an interview. Oh wow, really? You don't and J Bone was asked, "How do you feel about Millsaps leaving your team and winning immediately?" Oh, yeah. did I do the interview? That sounds yeah, like probably, something, probably something was that you. I would it do. Probably was you. That sounds like something I would do. Like, <laughs> hey man, you look pretty good. <laughs> you get know? a lot better now that you yeah. left. Yeah. Yep. Um, but um, by the way, you were doing that to Michael Lindsay the other weekend at the race. It's you been were, enjoyable. You, yeah, you've been doing that a lot. Telling him how Lindsay. good Carson Mumford looks right. now that he's on a real team right. on a real right. bike. Um, I don't have a Jacob Marsak award other than uh, maybe Lemoyne, like you said. What did he get in the main? Fourteenth or something. Okay. 
Yeah, I did not know Lemoyne raced 450. He's a good rider, so 14th doesn't really work. So I can't pick John Carlos Ramos. We already did that. Yeah, he made the main event, 17th. Yep. Uh, So two fifties. Two fifties. Yep. Yes. Uh, So I don't really have a guy, but anyway, that that's it. Uh, And so you want to talk about Wyndham? This was uh, uh, the end of a fabled career. Probably talked to Hart before he decided. Oh, that's right. That's when you decide. Yes. Yeah. Uh, You actually broke this before you even realized you broke it. So you interviewed him after the race. And the interview was like going off the rails of like, I'm scared. Yeah. I don't want to get hurt. Right. Uh, he says in this interview, because the interview is still there at Racer X Studies, uh, he said he's thinking of hanging it up. And the team said, ah, you make some valid points. Yeah. So then the next week we're in Phoenix, Chase yeah. Field, and we're walking the track. And I see him when we're talking. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you got to stop. He's like, oh, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm depressed. I'm mad. I'm pissed, man. Yeah. I don't deserve to be riding back there. And I'm like, but bro, he's not getting. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, you're, you know, that's fine. You're fast. Don't worry about it. Like, you're off to a bad start. Like, I felt like I was coaching him out of retiring. Like, I didn't know he was going to retire. Yes. But I felt like I was trying to pump this guy up. Like, stop it, dude. Stop being so negative. Like, you're, you're fine. You'll get it. It's a slow start, but yeah. But we had evidence. 10. I'm like, you're top ten. He's like, top tening it. Right. He's not barely qualifying for the yeah. main. He's making it into the main, no yep. problem, and beating half of the yeah. riders on the gate. And then he hung it up after practice the next week. Yeah. And I talked to him later, and he's like, I told you, man. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, all right. Like, if your heart's not in it, your heart's yeah. not in it. But I'm like, holy crap, you know? He so. got 10th place, and Anaheim won. And it's and like, it's disgusted. time to hang it's, it up. It's time to hang it's it up. It's time to hang it up. If that's time to hang it up, there's a lot of guys that need to get the tap on the shoulder. Uh, right now that currently race Supercross. Yeah, he beat there's, half there's a of lot the dudes. Of guys. Yeah, the so. whole main event saying, yep. like, why am I out here? This is scary. Right. And 10 of the guys behind him mm-hmm. couldn't do anything with him. Right. That's. Yeah, so that was it. Wyndham uh, was done. Uh, two and done. And I, I don't like, I don't, I don't like necessarily the 17 rounds of Ricky riding around or Jeremy when he did it. Mm-hmm. And like saying farewell. Mm-hmm. Like, I just like, okay, like, you know, but, but I also don't like when guys just disappear. You know, and just like Wyndham, like that dude was bad. He was a bad dude. He was doing the opening ceremonies at this point. But he People did, loved him. Did he keep doing the opening ceremonies? Didn't he? I think he did. I think did he kept he? doing the transfers. And it, it, attendance was probably not perfect attendance. Yeah, yeah. But I believe he kept showing up and doing transfers. Yeah. It's all know. kicked off with an epic rant. If you might remember, were you there for the El Torito's dinner? Before um, this race with our buddy maybe, John Knowles. Yeah, I don't know. I was a few of them, but I don't know if it was this uh, year. We had a tradition. Yeah. We'd go to El Torito's, a Mexican yeah. joint right by the stadium. Yep. And our guy John Knowles from Scott Goggles would just go off. He was, he'd be over it two days before the season <laughs> began. He'd already be already over be it. Already be angry, yeah. Already be angry, yeah. tired of the travel. Yeah. Two days before the first race of the year. <laughs> Everyone's asking him for support and goggles. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I'm yeah, supporting yeah. all these privateers. Yeah, yeah. They just come up and say, give me more laminates. Right, right. I'm help. I'm doing all I can for you guys. So he was just saying, like, he was just foreshadowing. We had no idea what a genius Knowles was. That maybe Wyndham's time yeah. was starting to yeah. pass. Yeah. That he wasn't going to win races anymore. Because he kind of was bagging on him. He was bagging on him a little bit. Yeah. But Knowles to this day is yeah. like, was I right? Yeah. Because even Wyndham himself apparently realized maybe it's time to hang right. out. Right. Right. Yeah. Ah. But he still beat half of the field. Yeah, again, if that's yeah. hanging it up, then, you know, yeah, know. a lot of guys should be hanging it up. In this interview, he says, a lot of these guys are full of piss and vinegar. They're talking about going home and getting better and getting faster. I got four kids at home and a gym business. I'm just trying not to get hurt. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a solid point. Yeah. And his gym business is crushing it. So, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he's got a solid point there. Um, <laughs> all right, that's been the Lee at Re-Raceable Categories. 2013 Anaheim won. 
anything else, Weege, about this race? No. Uh, good on Millsaps. Yeah. Good on that team. Yep. And uh, this is Mark's first ever text to JT to hear about was this your first race not racing. He did not get back to us within a minute. It's too late. He's sleeping. He, pa- he, ca- he parks oh, it in early. He parks it in early, that's and he true. gets up to watch the stocks at 4 a.m. or whatever. So, But since the yeah. days of the sidekick phone. Yeah. JT, it's yeah. almost impossible to right. not get a Well, hold. he's got some new overlords to, to – uh, Oh, he's got to please the to overlords. To please the overlords. He's getting up even earlier right. now? I don't know, Oh, man. God. Uh, but thank you to Liat. Thank you to ProTaper. Thank you to Maxis and Scott, of course. Uh, thanks to Millsaps for coming on, Davey Millsaps. Um, really funny to have him here. Um, he, he's, he's a funny guy. He's a smart guy. Uh, he's come in studio a couple times with Pulp Show. He's always yeah. fantastic. Yep. And, and, yeah, it's great. So You know the one missing thing you got to pull off somehow? Mm. Could you get him and Coy together? To do an interview. It'd be tough. Coy's not yeah. around much. We yeah. did see Coy at Anaheim this yeah. year. Yeah. But I will never understand how Coy and Davey got along. <laughs> it doesn't and I would seem, love to hear it on tape. Doesn't seem natural. No. No. Because they both have opinions. Right. There's not many topics that either no. guy will be like, yeah, no. I, I was in the truck a few times. I'm sure you were. They were, were yelling, they going at Yeah, it? they were going yelling at, at each it. other. Yeah. About about anything, like religion, politics, uh money, like I like yeah, anything. Yeah, paint. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah paint. Like, you you name it. <laughs> it doesn't they matter. They know it. Candy. NASCAR, yes, dirt it. bike racing, <laughs> yes. two gentlemen who know everything, trying to have a battle of of, of, of wills. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess they loved. It. They saw each other in each other, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But Coy Gibbs and Davey is one of the all time. Yep. Uh, matchups. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was great in the semi for sure. So, yes. uh, thank you to uh, everybody for listening, man. Really, lo- these are a lot of fun. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors uh, and uh, Millsaps and Anaheim One. Hope you guys enjoyed this 2013. Thanks, Weech. See ya.